Good morning, KIC family. Greetings to you all and lots of love. Um, this morning, as we meet together, I've called this devotional Hope and Preparation. Um, I believe if we had been meeting together as a congregation, we would have been lighting candles on the Advent wreath um, and having a family up this morning, I'm sure, to, to do a lovely reading for us with their children. Um, so I just wanted to follow that theme of Advent today. So I really encourage you, if it's at all possible for you, to get out at least two candles just to light during this morning while you're going over this devotional. And this morning will be a little meditative and reflective with some readings and questions throughout rather than just at the end as we usually do. So as an introduction, last Sunday, the 29th of November, was the first Sunday of Advent. And this is the season when we as Christians are awaiting the birth of Christ. Advent, the word itself, means arrival. And it's good for us to take this time to really meditate upon the fact that over 2,000 years ago, God came to the earth from heaven in the form of a human being, his own son, Jesus Christ. We call him Emmanuel, God with us. Let's think about it for a minute. God himself became a man, a human. It's amazing. And he did it because he loves us. And that's what we should be celebrating as Christmas approaches. So let's take this time between now and Christmas to reflect on this truth together in our families, in our small groups. This morning, on your own or in your group, you can reflect on what I'm saying and on the verses together especially. So if we had been together, as I mentioned earlier, as a congregation, we would have lit the first candle last week, which signifies hope. It signifies leading our hearts to hope. So traditionally, of the four candles, three of them are purple, one of them's pink. I, I believe ours are white when we, when we light them, I can't remember. <laughs> um, but the purple re represents royalty, repentance and fasting. The first week of Advent is for reflecting on what it must have been like to feel the depth of Father God's silence during the period between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's a time when we can ponder the prophecies about the promised Messiah. And so the beginning of Advent, we aim to begin this season with a mindset that creates hope in our hearts. Let's read together Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In this scripture, we find the message and meaning of Christmas. It's all there in, that, in, in those verses for us. Isaiah, the prophet, gave us five awe-inspiring names of our Lord to encourage us, to excite us and to fill us with hope during this season and so I just encourage you um, on your own or in your groups as I said just to maybe go through each of these 
these sort of titles, these names that Isaiah gave and just look up any those verses or any other verses and just um, really discuss those together or ponder on them in your heart about what it means for Jesus to be wonderful, to be our counsellor, to be mighty God, that he is both God and man, yeah, that he is everlasting father and that he is prince of peace. The full meaning of these words from Isaiah should give us enough strength, hope and joy to face any crisis or endure any sorrow and meet any temptation. So just, yeah, just think about those names and also here's the the kind of question that goes along with it is how has Jesus shown you recently that he is indeed those things wonderful? that he is your wonderful counsellor. You can put those words, two words together or keep them separate um, and so on. Just take time for that. And then as we move on for today is the second Sunday of Advent. And today we would be lighting the, the first and then the second candle. So we light the hope candle And then today we would add a second purple candle, which signifies preparation. So firstly, hope blooms as we realize the prophecies about the Messiah are true. And then we begin to prepare our hearts to receive the Lord Jesus. Imagine how Joseph must have rushed to prepare the crude stable for Mary and the soon to be born Jesus. Often we may rush in this season also preparing gifts shopping, food and plans and preparations, or we travel to see our relatives and friends. However, this rushing or busyness, I imagine for many of us, is likely going to to feature somewhat less this year due to many of our restrictions and the precautions that we're taking um, for COVID. So I'm hoping, actually, that maybe there, <laughs> I think there'll be some blessings coming from this year in 2020 that can actually help us slow down a little bit more and reflect on Joseph and Mary's preparation for the birth of Jesus in a new way. Um, if we're slower, we can maybe just slow down and make more space for that time of preparation. So let us pause again and read some more words from Isaiah This time from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3 to 5. So a voice cries, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. As you prepare for Christmas, are you seeking to follow God's call in your life? May we focus on how we can follow the lead of Mary and Joseph in responding to God. We can read Matthew chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, 
he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now we're given just a little glimpse of Mary and Joseph before Jesus was born. They lived in the hill country of Galilee. Joseph was a religious man. Mary gives every evidence of having a thorough knowledge of the scriptures, even though she was a teenager. The Bible teaches that God was so pleased with her <clears throat> that he chose her to be the mother of Jesus. Mary and Joseph weren't married, and yet Mary became pregnant. Perhaps if you're a husband here, you could try and put yourself in Joseph's place. Imagine his thoughts, his aspirations about the girl to whom he was engaged. Yet, Joseph decided to break the engagement privately. While he was thinking about these things, God's angel appeared to him in a dream to give Joseph an explanation of the situation. All Joseph's suspicions were put away. He accepted what God had said through the angel and he was immediately married to Mary. So both J Joseph and Mary followed the call and plan of God and through their obedience, the way was prepared for Christ to come and bless us. So just as we really continue to contemplate this time of preparation, let's think about um, the question, are, we, are you seeking to follow God's call on your life? Are you actively responding to him? And just lastly together, maybe say out loud um, on your own again or together, this prayer for preparation. Holy God, we praise you for the hope you give us. As we move into the second week of Advent, we prepare our hearts to receive you. Just as Mary and Joseph journeyed to Bethlehem over rough terrain, so our lives lead us down rocky paths at times. Yet we know that you are our counsellor, you are mighty, you are holy, and you are peace. So we ask in the name of Jesus that you make yourself manifest amongst us. Bring your presence and prepare our hearts to be a dwelling place for you. Amen. Right, thank you friends for listening. Have a good week and lots of blessings to you. And I just also wanted to give some credit here at the end, as you'll see. I just um, took some inspiration from some notes I found online from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Over and out.